Industrial Talk is brought to you by Arduino, the original all-in-one IoT platform. That's right. Go out to arduino.cc and you will find documentations. You will find devices, powerful boards to help you with your digital transformation journey. It's all there. Go out to arduino.cc, find out more, see how you can connect with these professionals to help you along with your digital transformation journey, arduino.cc. Changes happening and Deloitte is your partner. Deloitte's US and global network, they always deliver measurable, sustainable results for clients and communities. It's important to have a partner like Deloitte in your corner to manage and help you through this change. Find out more, go to Deloitte.com. Welcome to the Industrial Talk Podcast with Scott McKenzie. Scott is a passionate industry professional dedicated to transferring cutting-edge, industry-focused innovations and trends while highlighting the men and women who keep the world moving. So put on your hard hat, grab your work boots, and let's go. As always, welcome to Industrial Talk. Thank you very much for joining the platform that is just absolutely passionate about your success in industry. You're bold, you're brave, you dare greatly. You're changing lives, you're changing the world. Celebration is at the top of every conversation. Thank you very much for what you do. Arduino is in the hot seat. The gentleman's name is Massimo. And, uh, you know, you're in the world of digital transformation and you're looking for some solutions. You're looking for those Sherpas. You're looking for help. Arduino, let's get cracking. Yeah, so the reality is is that... uh, we were broadcasting from SMR. Had a great conversation with Massimo, Team Arduino, and uh, the the reality is is that uh, if you're not in the digital transformation game, right? If you're not, and you're saying, "Do I need to or don't I?" If you want a business that is resilient, you need solutions. You need a digital transformation solution. You don't need a big bang right off the bat. You need to just be engaged. You need to continue to educate and collaborate. And uh, the conversation with uh, Arduino was just spot on. Massive, massive street cred out there. And uh, they've been around for a long time, and they know exactly. They've got, I'm telling you, they, they have a, a, a team of incredible professionals out there. Just They, they want to solve your problems. That's, uh, that's the conversation we're going to have. All right, before we get into that conversation, as you know, uh, we always go to conferences, right? You've seen it out there. If, you, if you've seen you know, the photos and pictures and videos and all of the great stuff that exists out there, uh, you can tell that we're we're pretty passionate about being on site and uh, having those conversations with companies and individuals that are just helping people succeed. We're going to be at Fabtech. This is uh, about a week or so. Yeah, about a week. And uh, again, it's it's going to be great. We're, we, we've got a great booth and we're going to be uh, talking to some of the uh, leaders within the world of uh, manufacturing again, and uh, just just support these companies because they're really trying to do the best they can to to help uh, solve problems. If you're saying to yourself, Scott, I can't make it to Fabtech, which you know, absolutely spot on. Uh, go out to Industrial Talk. We are going to be uh, at other events. Just find out. If, if you see that we're at an event and you're going to be at that event, 
it's easy. Just reach out and say, Scott, I'm going to be at that event. I'd love to be able to have that conversation. Boom, done. Reach out to me on LinkedIn. And the same thing. I see that you're going to be at whatever. We want we want to connect. We do a lot of wonderful things at these events. We do uh, technology speed dating, which is, it's, I got to tell you, it's a lot of fun. And, and uh, because there's such a velocity that exists within uh, industry, the highlighting technology, highlighting the innovation is just a real exciting time. So we just, what we do, I'll just tell you what we do. We'll go to your booth. We'll find the right individual to talk about that technology that you're, you're, you're showcasing. And we just have a quick conversation. We load it up to LinkedIn. We tag everybody. Boom. Everybody wins. Everybody gets to see the technology that exists. So I'm telling you, it's a lot of fun. And boy, for me, who loves to live that Discovery Channel life, I get to learn from the best and stay at the cutting edge of what people are thinking from an innovation and technology perspective. I can't say that I know everything. Um, much of it is way above my pay grade, but it's exciting to to be a part of that education and that learning, and, and I highly recommend that you do that. So go out to industrialtalk.com, find out where we're going to be uh, chirping from a conference, and um, look us up. Uh, well, again, if you're in Fabtech, look us up because, well, we're going to be there and, and uh, all the information's out there. Um, Arduino, Massimo, is in the hot seat. And uh, one of the, the areas that are just fascinating for if you pull on that string a little bit is how do uh, everybody, and I mean everybody, take advantage of the digital transformation world? If you tip your toes into the world, uh, it's fine. But how do you begin to collect data? How do you begin to leverage the technology to be able to give you insights and, and actionable insights into the health of your assets right there? Arduino. All the contact information for Massimo and Arduino will be out, of course, on industrialtalk.com. Enjoy the conversation. Massimo, welcome to Industrial Talk. As you can tell, we are broadcasting from uh, the 30th annual SMRP conference, and you guys need to be here. How about that? <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. No, uh, yeah, no, totally. Next time, I'll, I'll make sure ah. we're there. Well, you know, it, my my goal is to make sure that uh, one of these conferences we're going to be able to get together and can, connect in person. That's that's what I want. But you're out of Turin, right? Arduino's no. out of Turin. <laughs> so Arduino, Arduino actually is uh, spread well, in different places. So yeah, yeah. Uh, Torino in Italy is the place where we have the main R and D team, but we also have a team in Switzerland where I am currently sitting. Uh, and uh, we have also a team in Sweden, and we have also people in the U.S. Yeah, you guys are all around. God, that, I didn't mean to sort of <laughs> pigeonhole you. Into, uh, it's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, no, no doubt about it. Before the, we get into the conversation, uh, Massimo, just for the listeners out there, give us a little background on who you are, and, and, uh, you know, and then we'll just buzz on into the conversation. <laughs> yeah, so my, name, so my name is Massimo Banzi. I'm the co-founder of Arduino. Uh, which, uh, you know, my, my background is in electrical engineering. And then I did, for many, many years, I did software. And then I was, uh, I started teaching uh, 
uh, I started on top of doing like professional work. I started teaching in a master's degree. And that's where I, uh, along with a number of other people, we figured out that there were, there were ways where you could simplify the way you teach people about embedded oh. development with the objective of bringing a bunch of people that don't even know what embedded development is, bring them into the, into the community in a way, give them the tools so that they can build things with microcontrollers, with uh, electronics. And I think, you know, that was kind of the impetus for kind of general creating Arduino as an open source project and also as a company. So that's, um, that's the one. It's interesting because because your genesis, Arduino's genesis is just a simple fact that we were talking about how we educate. How do you, how do we educate individuals, people on, on, on this technology, and and I'll be the first to admit, I need education, and and I don't have, quite frankly, any insights. But Arduino itself has made it user friendly to do that. Is that is that an accurate sort of way of doing it? Because I, I go out to your website, I think it's great. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess the idea is that that it was a huge amount of incredibly powerful open source software. You know, start from the various version of GCC and all the other tools, but they were quite complicated to use for people that don't yes. have like a strong background in uh, kind of, you know, embedded level development. So we wanted to create a tool that we could give to people who do innovation because when we started working on Arduino, the objective was our students were creating the products of the future, they were, yep. you know, interactive. They were connected, and obviously, it was very. Either you had like several years of experience in 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 hardware, or it was quite complicated to to build things. So we created a tool that they could use to really try out what happens when you build a circuit, when you build a system that works. So over the years, we refine these things so that at the beginning it was just basically programming 8-bit microcontrollers. Then it became connected products with 32-bit microcontrollers. And then in this kind of uh, sort of path that we followed, what happened is that a bunch of the people that used Arduino in different kind of uh, schools ended up in companies. And so they started to bring Arduino inside companies. So you can see ads from Apple <laughs> where they ask people if they have experience with Arduino, which is kind of, ah. kind of funny. But uh, so this is what happens when you create a tool that people use to get uh, to, to learn and to, to build. You know, that if you lower the barrier to entry, you yeah. get a lot more people that are able to do these kind of things. Yeah. And, and what's interesting is, is that Arduino is evolving. You have this uh, platform that this product Arduino Pro, right? And so yeah. it, there's, there's, there's this evolution that has taken place within Arduino, and it is really in a response to, and if I had a nickel every time somebody talked to me about digital transformation, yeah, I'd be a you know, rich guy, right? And so uh, the reality is, is that um, when we start talking about where you see Arduino going, it is, it's a, I say it's a fertile uh, opportunity and ground for a model and, and platform 
of Arduino. Is is that sort of what you see? Uh, yeah, actually, you know, one of the things that uh, that uh, at some point was interesting to observe is the fact that a number of people have to bring these technologies to uh, their their companies and their factories, even their fields, and then at some point several different ways to apply the Arduino technology in a professional environment started to appear. So the natural evolution of Arduino was to kind of follow this trend and try and build tools that basically allow you to use the knowledge that you acquired in Ar- with Arduino and apply it uh, inside a piece of equipment, inside a factory, on a, on a field, in a farm. So the, the, the general idea is bring that kind of, you know, democratization of the access to this kind of technology yeah. to did, the industry. Did you, did you see that happening? Like, did you just, just sort of, where, where you had this sort of uh, alumni of, of Arduino-taught professionals going into these industrial environments and, and then somebody says, hey, you know what? I could take this and put it on here and, and start collecting data. And all I have to do is just, did you see that sort of happening? Or is it just sort of, wow, they, wow, they actually are doing it. And I, and I, I don't know. I, I totally saw it happen. And that's why we said, okay, we have to, we have to follow this and we have to enable this yeah. directly ourselves because we saw people, for example, using the Arduino programming environment on more sophisticated 32-bit microcontroller or more industrial-style development boards, but also finished products that you can put in a piece of equipment. So we started to develop, for example, industrial controllers that you could sort of imagine like some kind of a hybrid between a PLC and a more sort of connected type uh, product. Uh, And the advantage there is, you know, because a bunch of people right now are going through this process of digital transformation, as you mentioned, you, know, oh. you could become a billionaire yeah. <laughs> every time somebody mentions it. No? Yeah. And, you know, in, in Europe, they call it Industry 4.0 or whatever. No? So right, kind of different right. And what happens is that a lot of small, medium companies, but even large companies, sometimes they, they don't have the people. To, they, they can't find the people. There is a huge gap in the amount of people that are needed to do this and the amount of people that you can find. So in a way, we realized that there was a huge amount of people that had Arduino skills. They, if there was a version of Arduino, hardware and software and cloud that could work in a professional environment, they could transfer their skills. And it's happening in a ton of companies. Uh, and, you know, we have several examples of people. Uh, there's even a company we work with uh, in Italy who builds automation products for the um, automotive industry that they used to do things with classic PLCs. And then they re- basically rebooted the company with young people fresh out of university or even fresh out of, the, uh, in a way, the um, some kind of trade schools or, you know, uh, kind of yeah, training yeah. programs. And um, and they were able to basically rebuild everything around uh, Arduino technology, and they basically get uh, very, very good results. How, how does it, uh, you know, 
walk us through. It's like, okay, I'm, I'm a company. I'm, I'm wherever it is, whatever. I'm having this interesting uh, thought in my head and I want to be, I want to, I want to take this line, digitize it, whatever I need to do. Mm-hmm. How do we get from that thought? Do I, do I just approach Arduino? Do I just approach it and say, hey, I'm interested. How does that sort of process work? Yeah. So I think this happens in a number of ways. So there are some companies that they decided they don't really want to build very much internally, but they somehow want to be involved in the process. So they sometimes look for a system integrator and we work with a number of system integrators uh, some companies approach us directly and say, hey, you know, I have this problem that I want to solve. Can I use your technology to do this? Normally, the kind of company that approaches for this is probably someone who builds machines, who builds multiples. Right, like, right, 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 right. So we worked extensively with a company that builds industrial ovens. So we rebuilt completely the control system using one of our industrial products. Uh, so that's most mostly people who have kind of built to build multiple of the same thing. The people who are trying to work inside the company, they either go for a system integrator. There's also an, uh, an increasing number of companies where they want to have the knowledge and the people internally. They want to be able to build things themselves. They want to be able to modify it. They want to be able to uh, evolve with the technology using people internally. Uh, And those people tend to sometimes even just buy the products from the store and they find a lot of documentation online where they see how to interface different things with the, with the hardware. We provide quite a few tutorials and examples of projects already built. And this is something that we're pursuing quite a lot in the near future to provide essentially, you know, I described it the other day, the instant soup. No, you pour the, you pour the thing in the cup, you put some hot water yeah, in the mix. Yeah. You go and there is a project already made. You basically get the parts and you can implement this in your company. So this last group of people, it's very interesting because they're trying to acquire the skills internally. They're trying to build things internally. And they like Arduino because easy to find people. They don't have to deal with weird licensing uh, on software tools or everything else. The, uh, you know, everything is open source, so they can dig down whenever the you know deep as deep as they like. See, when when we start talking about it, those are great points, and I and I see the value, and I see the the benefits of being able to be a part of a community, an Arduino community, and and have the flexibility as a company to say, um, I need an integrator, so I can go over here. I want to I want to use the Arduino solution platform because i just think that's there's some benefits there but then i can also then i can also bring in the talent within my organization and because of of arduino and the, the the focus on training i can keep these individuals learning growing and evolving and 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 that to me is a value as a company because because i'm already dealing with people leaving I mean, I'm already dealing with people I can't find, right? 
that's just sort of where yeah. I'm at right now. But now you're saying, hey, come on board. If I'm a company, come on board. We've got these, uh, this solution. We want to train you. We're working with, hand in glove with Arduino. And, and you get to mm-hmm. learn. learn. And, it's, and it's, it just makes, makes complete sense. What's the benefit of, of open source? Well, in a way, the, 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 I, I believe there's several benefits that have been clearly identified in other parts of the tech world. So if you look at, for example, people who develop websites and web applications, none, none of them is starting from a proprietary piece of code anymore. Everyone just goes, starts from an open source framework and builds from that. Or large company like you know, Facebook or Google, whatever, whenever they build a large software framework, they open source it. So the, the kind of the web software world, it's all based on open source platforms that are kind of, you know, assembled like Lego blocks. And then you write your own application around it. Obviously, the industrial world is a bit, uh, you know, is, is slowly adopting that. But I guess the advantage is, if you start from an open source platform, there's there's not there's no lock-in. You know, if you don't want to use the software on desk, this particular hardware, it's open source. You can always modify it, move it. Uh, if there is a bug that you can't really, you know, you, you don't have to wait for someone to kind of fix the bug. If you want and you have the skills or you know someone who has, they can dig deep into the software and figure it out. So for some situations it's quite valuable people can also come to us and ask you know can you fix this and we have support programs whatever but if you're really in a hurry and you have the skills you can fix it yourself if you want to switch hardware you can do it because the software is yours Uh, so there's a bunch of different aspects where you have a much stronger ownership we also saw people write on public forums that because of the crazy components shortage that is happening right now. People that used Arduino to develop the software of their application were able to quickly switch to a different hardware uh, because maybe the the hardware they were using that no, no, um, the processor wasn't available, no? Uh-huh. We are lucky that we have a number of strategic partnerships with suppliers, so we have, our hardware is available. Yeah. But just in case, you can. There's no strange licensing on the development environments. You don't have, you're not really locked in into one operating system. You know, increasingly developers are using yeah. Linux as a development platform. They don't really want to use Windows. Yeah, you know, yeah. so there's a number of liberating factors in open source. See, what I see too is, is that, okay, you get, you get, you get, you get big companies and the big companies are saying, yeah, we want to go down this road and they do it. Okay, fine. They're big companies. I'm always fascinated by the small to mid-sized companies that could truly benefit from the, uh, the world of uh, industry 4.0 implement, uh, take an incremental approach and saying, Hey, I'd like to sort of digitize, this, whatever this is. And, and that's a strategic decision on their part. And then be able to expand from there. And what I see, and correct me if I'm wrong, Massimo, is that there's this ability to scale too, right? You're not, you're not just locked in. You can, I can start small. I can say, gosh, I feel good. And I, 
I'm getting value out of this particular digital solution. And then I'm going to go next level. And can I, can I contact, I mean, can I card contact Arduino and say, Hey, yeah. I, 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 I mean, just... there are, there are multiple ways to, 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 to contact us. And uh, so we, we, you know, we offer different kinds of support for the people who are building pro solutions. A lot of the people build things they don't get in touch with us because it simply works for them. So we, we, we can see that the, 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 the pro products are going from the store or our reseller because, you know, we have a very vast network of resellers, but the major catalog uh, suppliers, they have Arduino Pro products now. So they buy, people buy them and, and they sometimes don't even contact us because they can just build it themselves. And I think there's one very interesting thing that you basically mentioned is that some people might start with by a simple application. They say, you know what, I need something simple that can read this value and bring it. Yeah to this kind of cloud platform, whatever, I need to send it over there. So they start with a simple thing and it just works for them and they don't have to deal with a bunch of complicated, you know, <laughs> other issues. And then they suddenly, they start to say, they get the confidence to expand and they start to build larger. A lot of the people who build large projects, they started off with like a little stupid thing. Yeah, no. Sector and sending it to the cloud. Because <laughs> I, I know if I was a, a business owner and I'm, I, I hear about Industry 4.0, I hear about digital transformation, I hear about all of the stuff buzzing around my head. The, the, the challenge I deal with is, one, where do I start? And then two, who do I trust? And then mm -hmm. three, sort of like, okay, now what? What's the technology? What? How do I pull all of those elements together to achieve that? desired result and and i'm having a hard time uh what's what's a push there's no pushback on arduino where do you see it going i mean i mean i mean if i had a business i'd go with you guys <laughs> a lot of people do i, I mean know. obviously obviously i have to say that uh, you know to be perfectly honest clearly sometimes some people you know, since Arduino started off as a teaching platform, some, some people clearly, you know, associate the name to that. Uh, and they don't, they don't really do their homework because when they start to look at the things that we built in the pro in terms of hardware and software and cloud, then they're like, oh my God, this is amazing. So we have num a number of, number of these, uh, you know, people having an epiphany because they they start off with kind of an idea about Arduino. And then when they finally see the Arduino Pro stuff, they're oh, but this is completely different from what I thought. See, uh, that's, and that's, that's interesting it. how uh, we people, humans, find ourselves into a definer trench. It's, and then, and, and that sort of limits our vision sometimes. And I just see that happening. And, and, I don't know. I, I just think that uh, what you guys are doing is, I mean. To, to me, one of the most hilarious things about the world of technology, and I've been working on this stuff for all my life, is the idea that technologies sometimes are chosen uh, purely rationally, you know, while actually human beings are human beings, and sometimes they apply their own biases. Yeah. And they just choose a technology that they like or they know about or they don't really want to spend time figuring out what's there available. What's interesting is that whenever the world goes through some kind of a crisis moment, yeah, yeah. Where you start to look, 
you know, we, we have an uh, uptake of a particular set of products right now, which is very interesting. And it's also due to the fact that major manufacturer of PLC don't have product. So people are saying, hey, let's go around. What this? And then, oh my God, this thing, it's interesting. And then they start buying it oh. and they start to figure out they can do things differently. Uh, but they are forced by the fact that the product they buy all the time just simply is not there. No? So, or they need to, in a way, design things in a different way. No? So these critical moments in history are very, very good for uh, pushing people to look outside yeah. of their comfort zone and figure out. Especially what we've been going through. I mean, I, it still is very uh, fluid out there. I, I, I always mention that uh, one. You, you, first off, you need to educate. If you're if you're in the world of industry, you need to you need to pursue education, learn all you can because the the technology and the innovation is happening right. It's happening now, right? But I think the the biggest component associated with all of this disruption has been the necessity to collaborate. Finding those trusted individuals, having those conversations, and and getting answers to to problems that you know you you might not have had pre COVID, but now it's it is you know it's it's an interesting time, and I I kind of don't don't text me that I I liked COVID, but I do like the fact that people are are collaborating and having really interesting conversations to solve problems that. Uh, it's just necessary. All right, we're going to have to wrap it up there, Massimo. How does somebody get a hold of you? Well, so our website is uh, arduino.cc. Yep. So that's A-R-D-U-I-N-O dot C-C yep. slash pro. Yes. It's where you find all the pro stuff. So if you go to arduino.cc slash pro, you find everything to do with uh, the pro. So there is product, there is software use cases, documentation, also examples of companies who apply the technology. So I think it's, um, uh, you know, it's a very good starting point. I, I agree with you 100% on that. Uh, listeners, we're going to have all the contact information uh, for Massimo, Arduino, Pro, everything that you can to get this, this move. You, you have to be about that education. You have to be about the collaboration and innovation. And here's Arduino being able to provide pretty much all of that. And I, that's what makes it so incredibly powerful. And, and, and if you're a manufacturer, if you're just a company looking to get into the digital world, you need to do it. You need to be a part of that. And uh, I think that uh, Arduino has an incredible model to help you be successful. Massimo, thank you very much. Thank you. It was been a pleasure. It's all mine. All mine on this side. All right, listeners, we're going to wrap it up on the other side and recognize that uh, we're, we're broadcasting from SMRP, but one of these days, man, I'm going to be connecting with Arduino. All right. Stay tuned. We will be right back. You're listening to the Industrial Talk Podcast Network. All right. Once again, thank you very much for joining Industrial Talk. And a hearty thank you to Massimo and Team Arduino delivering solutions in this digital transformation world. Check them out at arduino.cc. Important. All the information will, of course, be out on Industrial Talk. All right, a couple of points of business. We're starting a new series called Industrial Revenue Growth, right? And we're going to break it up into corporate strategy and marketing, technologies, and sales. We're going to be an overview, too, as well. 
all free. Just figure it out and come on over and check out the Industrial Revenue Growth. It is a step-by-step approach to driving revenue growth because we need you to succeed. And these are just tools to help you get clarity in how to bring in more revenue. Industrial Talk, easy peasy, click, sign up, and it's on demand. It's like uh, the Netflix of industry uh, videos. Just, Just go there, get it, watch it whenever you can. But the reality is, is that we need to, as a, as a organization, as a community, we need for you to succeed. And we're going to do everything we can because that's what we're passionate about. That is uh, out on industrialtalk.com. Also, remember, we're going to be at conferences. Go out to Industrial Talk. Find out where we're going to be. If you're going to be there, look us up. Let's have a conversation. A lot of fun happens at these conferences. And we're here to do whatever is necessary to get your message out. Amplify it because you are doing great things. All right, be bold, be brave, dare greatly, hang out with Massimo and others at Arduino, and you're going to change the world. Thank you very much once again for joining. We're just we're stacked with a bunch of great conversations, so stay tuned. Do not go away.